0: off the the groove groove with scotty
1: dubler january 29th 2021 episode number 170
2: 170 episodes with chris carter and myself off the groove man what a blast we are having and we got a good one for you today
1: do we ever brother there's a there's a lot what what there's a but i was
2: gonna say yeah, but we have a lot of news to cover in our intro today.
1: Well, and you know, we talked about this before, you know, as we get closer to the season, they the hits just keep on coming, right? Like they're going to come from AFT, hopefully um, sooner than later. Um, we'll, we've already seen a couple big announcements, you know, already in 2021. That's not going to stop. That'll probably still keep coming. There'll probably be more today after we drop this episode. Of course. It's not just AFT. Uh, the riders are, are taking ownership and, and putting their own content out there, putting their own news out there, which is great to see. Yeah. Um, Guk- and- with
2: and promoters
1: and promoters absolutely yeah it's super cool there's a lot going on a lot more than we are probably even going to talk about right here um but we're going to hit on on that, some of the stuff that we came across and uh you know it's going to be like this probably for the next few uh next few months before we start you know actually hitting uh hitting the track going racing so um, you want to kick things off, or you want me to?
2: Well, your your note is up first, so want once you explain this note, and, and I don't even know where that came from.
1: <laughs> well, dude, like, so, all right, so I think it was a Robbie Bobby Instagram story, or, or it might have been Facebook. I don't know, but he was basically riding with uh, BK, and I don't know where they were going. Maybe down to Florida somewhere. Maybe pick up you know, a bike. Oh, they were pick up. What- they,
2: they were going to Vance and Hines.
1: That's right. To pick up a bike. That is right. Um, and uh, it was just like a question and answer. Like Robbie Bobby was throwing out rapid fire shit to, to BK. And one of the things was we're going to pick up a new color bike. Now, they didn't get into the details, but like okay. he's apparently on a new color bike this year. Do you know anything about that?
2: I No, I don't. They yeah. just kind of teased it a little bit. And we're talking about BK, which is Mr. Kitchen. Broiler. The broiler. broiler. They used the nickname too,
1: by the way. They used it
2: that's what terry vance suggested so we're going with the broiler for bk yeah uh next thing on our list here is steve nace announced his five race series coming up for the uh, daytona bike week 2021 uh we'll get into more details on that later it's only a couple weeks away but it's five days in a row starting on a a uh friday in savannah
1: i'm gonna be there
2: shut up you're coming to see us
1: i'm gonna be there
2: at all five of them
1: uh I'm gonna hopefully be at all five. That's okay. the goal. Is so try to be all five. Are, I'll be,
2: be, I what, think what? what we've been talking about is you're gonna do something like you did at the winter throwdown race, kind of running around, getting some content. You never working know. Working on stuff. You never and, know. Uh, it could be exciting.
1: I'm just still trying to figure out what the hell, what the hell I can do at a racetrack. So uh, I think. Uh, How I'm,
2: about this? How about this? How about you figure out what you can't do, and then go from there.
1: Eh, it usually upsets the promoters when you go that route. And I like Steve and Kelly Bell too much to uh to go that route. But uh, but no, it it it'll be cool. I'm Right. going to be at a racetrack talking to flat trackers uh and and putting shit out there on off the groove and hopefully uh, maybe even some other uh platforms for those races so i'll probably hopefully give you a little bit more context as a fan so you can follow along and see what's going on and then there's going to be this really cool guy announcing all those races um so if i just need to pop up in the booth and be like hey give me a report on what the hell happened on the track i can do that okay. because i got that relationship with this guy so this
2: yeah. guy yeah, that'd be me. Also in the news, Jared the Jet Lowe, which is Trent Lowe's little brother, yeah. is going pro. That's awesome. I think he's going to have uh, 223, if I'm not mistaken. His number was 23 as an amateur. Uh, 123 was already taken. So I think he's 123. I'm pretty sure it's 223, but I'm, I'm scratching my brain. Also in the news not too long ago, the Rackley Racing Team will have two riders Uh, which Robbie Bugs Pearson will be on the super twin. So he'll be on the Indian and Andrew Luker will be on the single. So Luker was trying to do both classes last year and that's hard to do. We saw a a few other people trying to do two classes in one. Now that's uh, against the rules for AFT. So it's going to, it'll be good to see Luker focusing his entire season on the single and Bugs Pearson having a, a, a consistent ride. You know, he kind of went from two different teams last year in 2020. Uh, so we wish uh, good luck to both those two riders.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. Uh, so uh, Pearson came on pretty strong towards the end of the year, too. So I really look forward to seeing what he does with the team when he has a full season um and an off season to prepare kind of like he it's kind of been the deal for him he's he's been working through that throughout the off season so a lot of riders and teams uh are still kind of putting things together you know at the end of january uh, mid-january uh, even sometimes into february oh shit even let's it's, let's be honest a, dude rolling into daytona sometimes shit still kind of putting it together right. so
2: and, and it's a distraction you don't know what to plan for you don't know what you're gonna be riding yep. I'm, I'm in the same boat carter yeah um i'm assuming i'm coming back i don't have a contract yet so it's it's a it's an uneasy feeling that some of these riders and teams and people go through leading up to the start of the season so it's good when the announcements do come out yep uh you can take a deep breath you can focus and you can move forward so it's pretty cool uh also not necessarily in the news but something new to us we got two new patrons on our patreon page yeah to Tracy and to Andrew Hook. Andrew Hook is a second-generation flat tracker, and he plays our podcast in Hondatown. They're up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So a shout-out to Andrew. Uh, I grew up watching his dad, Peter, race after my dad kind of hung it up. We, we kept going to the races. I've been sure. going to the races my whole life. But I remember watching Peter Hook, and, and I remember whenever that 77 unloaded he was he was in the mix you yeah. know he was a fast guy for sure and andrew was was a pretty salty rider as well uh they both kind of have stepped away from the racing uh to to focus on uh, different things but uh, a, a shout out again to tracy and andrew our two new patrons yeah that's
1: why we do this that's why we that's a huge part of why we do because somebody that hasn't been as close to racing as he used to be um but still loves it as much as he ever has and then Scotty, there's this one. A couple weeks ago, or last episode, we made a like it was a, we talked about like something and we mentioned an intern, like having an intern, like in passing. Like we said, "Let's get an intern." And this is Dennis actually reached out to us because of that, what we said. He wants to be an intern on Off the Groove. So we might reach out to Dennis, and I say we might. We're going to reach out to Dennis. I'm going to shoot him a note right now live and say, "Let's talk. I don't know what the hell we're going to have an intern do." But the story is just too cool.
2: We had a lot of engagements this week. It's, it's insane, really cool that dude. All, that was... of our, all of our listeners are reaching out to us. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And it's really cool. There's been a lot going on. We've been sending them back and forth to each other, talking about them all week. But Yeah, yeah so Dennis Fairlay uh, was, wants to be an intern. Yeah. He's actually currently living in Fort Rucker, Alabama, where he's wrapping up his Army flight school for the Oklahoma National Guard. And when he completes that, he'll be moving back to Chandler, Oklahoma, which is kind of like the halfway point between oklahoma city and tulsa so he'll be moving here and he would like to be an intern that's on crazy our dude
1: we're gonna re- dennis we're gonna reach out to you we're gonna hang out we're gonna do something scotty during the oklahoma city mile let's get this guy out to the track let's let's hang yeah. out with this guy let's yeah. talk to th- in some way shape or form we'll be talking to you dennis it's a huge awesome like awesome story <laughs> for you to even reach out like we may have yeah. an intern okay. uh Dennis thanks a lot for the comment man and uh that was the comment that I was gonna make is we don't we didn't have the original flat track podcast Dennis started one with his father um back in the day and uh and they had one um so which is why I think he's liked what we've done so that's just a cool story you have the original flat track podcast with your father even though we have t-shirts that say it um hope you don't (laughs) hold that against us um but no that's super cool man uh and I want to listen to his podcast with his father I haven't listened to an episode yet have you
2: not yet and i believe there's only two episodes his father unfortunately passed away in a car wreck so uh the podcast ended but man it's pretty cool that he reached out to us and what a cool story it is and uh, i'm glad he shared it with us here on off the group
1: absolutely man that's like i said it's one of the biggest reasons why we do what we do um so yeah we'll, we'll check it out the podcast is the old and slow show <laughs> so
2: we, we, we could do that, too. I'm yeah. old and you're slow. No we could, kidding. We could use that name as well.
1: I love it. I love it. Dennis. Or,
2: I'm old. I'm old and slow, too.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love it. Dennis, thank you so much for reaching out. We'll definitely be in touch uh, and we'll figure out what the hell an intern does for Off the Groove. There you go. Anything else on, right. the, on the news front? What else?
2: That's about all we got here in the news. Uh, uh, another shout out to I know we've talked about these guys, but uh, the the Lone Star Beef Jerky post out there. And it was so cool. Dude. Uh, and, and we're going to give a shout out to them. Use the code OTG15 for 15% off your entire order with Lone Star Beef Jerky. And uh, also, it's Bubba showbert's birthday today here nice. on January 29th. So it all ties in together. So uh, again, a huge shout out to Lone Star Beef Jerky and my hero, uh, Bubba showbert I know I say I got heroes, but I have a few. Bubba showbert is one. Before Bubba, it was of course Doug Wolfgang from the sprint car world. After Bubba Schobert, uh, my hero for sure, Ricky Graham, and then Ronnie Jones. You know, he's he's still a good friend of mine, and it's crazy that one of my good friends is one of my heroes. But I idolized him growing up, and it's pretty cool. But uh, uh, happy birthday to one of my heroes, that's Bubba Schobert, and thanks to Lone Star Beef Jerky.
1: Good to get all these people in, and let's get into this week's episode. Unless you unless you so got this something one, else.
2: This one's a little crazy. It's, so it's a bit nuts, but hit. we we wrangled it in. <laughs> yeah. You hit this one with me at the last second, like a curveball. We're going to have like a party chat going on here. Cause just recently announced was the uh, teaming up with NKR Canada and the waters auto body race team with two super fast young riders. That's Aiden Ruth Evans and Hunter Bauer. So let's get all of them on board. And they also announced in the press release a little while ago that Doug Lawrence would be on there. So let's call up Nikki, Dougie fresh, Dave and Rhonda waters. Joining us today on the podcast, we've got a party line going on. We've got Nikki from NKR. we got Dougie Fresh, Doug Lawrence, former National Number 73. And we got the Waters Autobody team, which is Dave and Rhonda. Hello to everyone. Thanks for stopping by.
3: Hi. Hey, Hello. Hey, Scotty. <laughs>
2: I love this. I don't think we've had this many people on the phone at one time. And and half of the crew is up in Canada. Dave and Rhonda's in New York. I'm in Oklahoma, so this is pretty cool. Um, The big announcement came out last week about NKR joining up with the Waters Auto Body team. So we had to have you guys on the call. I want to start with Nikki because I have no idea what NKR is. I heard that's your initials. Thanks for your time, first of all, and thanks for stopping by. What is NKR Race Team?
4: Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Scotty. Uh, you're right. NKR is my initials, Nikki Kendall Racing Canada. And uh, it's a brand new race team that was built just this last year with the specific purpose of getting our Canadian talent back in the mix at AFT. So the idea is that we'll support Canadian riders and remove some of the obstacles that they might face in trying to follow the natural progression of racing in Canada to competing in American flat track.
2: That's awesome. So, so Nikki, how long has this been in the works?
4: Oh, gosh. Well, it's been a conversation for years. I, I've talked about it for the last few years now, um, mostly because I thought it was a good idea and that someone else should do it. And it just kind of <laughs> got to the point where I figured if no one else was going to step up, I guess I guess I would. And I just sort of instigated the... NKR Canada official team this last year, and uh, met with the Waters uh, in Charlotte last season, and has kind of hooked in Doug to help me out with the team. So we've just been gearing up for the twenty twenty one season now.
2: So let's let's back up a little bit, Nikki. How how did you get into motorcycles, and specifically, how did you get into flat track?
4: Uh, there's a pretty great little community uh, around motorcycling here in Vancouver. And, uh, that just sort of morphed into flat track over the years. We actually are very close to the, um, Washington border here. So we had been myself and some other people had been attending races in the States. And then a couple pals of mine stumbled across a track here in Pemberton, which is just a couple hours past the Whistler on uh, Google earth. Okay. And, uh, it, it turned out to be a stock car track. So basically that's, that's how the whole flat track in BC started here with us, Vancouver Flat Track Club. So, as myself and a few other guys put on, we put on races here in BC for the last, gosh, I think six years now. Cool. So that's kind of how I got involved in flat track racing.
2: That is awesome. I love that story. So let's move on to Dougie Lawrence. Dougie Fresh is is the nickname I tagged him with uh, a long time ago. Dougie Fresh, how did you get involved in this whole uh, team, especially with NKR?
3: Well, me and me and Nikki go way back. Like with the flat tracking community in Canada, it's pretty pretty small. You know, basically I have two pockets. Mickey and the Vancouver flat track has kind of created something out there. So now that those two pockets are trying to meet and have like a nationwide series, there's been lots of contact throughout Nikki uh, and her crew and Aaron Hesmer, who runs Flat Track Canada in Ontario here. So. You know, Nikki's made some trips to Ontario. I've made some trips to Vancouver to try and promote the sport, try and get things, you know, kind of get, trying to get a marriage between the BC crew and the Ontario crew. And uh, throughout all that, there's been a lot of, a lot of uh, motorcycle shows, races, and just networking. And met Nikki, wow, probably like, I mean, probably six or seven years ago when they started out there and then just kept in touch. And, um, you know, as I started to, yeah, man, I don't even know if I'm. Am I retired? I don't know if I'm retired. I'm probably retired on the American <laughs> side, but I still, still want to race motorcycles. And um, like so many people who are retired or semi-retired, you want to you want to help out. And like what Nikki said, it's so funny that she she worded it that way. She was trying to get somebody else to to do it. And it's funny because now she's been that somebody else for me. <laughs> so, so she created this whole thing and, um, wanted me to be involved And in, like, absolutely. Like I said, I'd like to be helping a, a young Canadian racer do what I was able to do. You know, I mean, time flies. It was only a couple of years ago. I was on the circuit and, uh, and, and it was hard back then, but man, going into 2021 here, it's a lot changed in a few years and it's even harder. And, Man, some some Canadian young racers are gonna have a lot of help from, from NKR Canada to, to move into where they wanna be racing at the the highest level in the F
2: That's that's awesome, Dougie. And, uh, you know, for a lot of people that don't know that may not have heard of Doug Lawrence, because, you know, you've been away from the scene for just a couple of years. I know you did some commentating last year, the last couple of seasons uh, up there in Canada, Uh, used to be national number 73. You you traveled the country with uh, former national number 90, Joe Hartrich out of uh, American Harley Davidson there in Buffalo, New York. Uh, You're a very talented writer uh, and a brand new dad. So congratulations on being a new dad. And uh, what's that been like?
3: Oh, thanks very much man uh it's been awesome i just uh everybody's so right when they say they change quick my boy is uh he's eight weeks old a couple of days ago and uh i carry him around he poops in his diaper and i change it it's kind of kind of <laughs> kind of our thing you know but uh yeah i <laughs> you know, the little things it's pretty it's pretty unreal When he squeaks it's like pretty it's pretty fun so uh Yep, just been carrying around, get, trying to get him to sleep and uh, keep them happy. But it's been a, it's been awesome. My, my girlfriend Ani, has been uh, been super good. You know, it's it's unreal when you're when you see a mother firsthand and what she does. Yeah, you know, the the respect level for a mother and what they go through is something that uh, I mean, as a man, you you see how how important it is. But man, pretty amazing
2: absolutely so one more question for you dougie fresh what is your role with the team going to be are you like a mentor a rider coach or have you guys even defined that yet
3: yeah for sure i think i'd be like a rider coach or a mentor for a young hunter bauer he's a he's a 16 year old kid and um, hasn't ever raced in america ever so that's who Nikki has picked to be to be our racer he's a he's a wicked young man a great family lots of support and uh super talented you know you know some of the challenges are going to be uh, different racetracks um stuff like canada hasn't changed much it's still predominantly big fast cushion racetracks and uh maybe like the the slick groove or the car tracks will be hard to come to grips with has always been the uh, the mo for a canadian flat tracker so you know i think you know the, 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 like like we've spoken about the, the sport has changed so much and I think the rider coach thing really wasn't a thing five years ago
0: mm-hmm.
3: and you know I'm, I'm trying to come in and be you know a calming presence and like uh, you know just be just open open his eyes to something that he might not know and I think all those little variables that you can if you can gain a little bit mentally or, or set up wise or on the racetrack or race craft, race strategy I think in that singles class, it'll go a long way because, man, we're seeing those singles races like you can be you can win your your semi or or be two bike lengths back and be out of a transfer spot in your semi. Like it's uh, it's a game of inches that class, and I think mm-hmm. uh, I think if we can move them forward those few inches or bike lengths, I think um, I think we'll we'll be way 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 better off
2: awesome awesome and the other half of the team is of course the waters auto body race team dave and Rhonda are on the line uh dave you're recovering you've been doing some pt but actually i don't even know what happened so uh did you did you lay down your motorcycle or or what's going on dave
5: no i've I've never actually uh ever had a surgery in my life and um my hip's been bothering me for the last 10 years and it was arthritis and they said way back then just Take as long as you can because technology will change and all that. And it was originally scheduled to have surgery in March after Daytona, and then uh, COVID hit. So everything got put off, and we're like, okay, no problem. I'll I'll limp around for a while. And then um, it was rescheduled for my hip for uh, December 16th. And three days before this surgery was to happen, um, Erie County closed, which is where Buffalo is, and that's where my surgeon was. And it was the only county in New York state that closed. Uh. And that's my luck. <laughs> so uh, he said, we don't know when uh, we're going to be able to open again. Uh, Cause New York's pretty tight as far as their close downs and that. And then uh, roughly a week and a half ago, they called on a Thursday and they said, look at, we, we can sneak you in next Friday. Uh, if you can get everything done in time. And I said, yeah, I said, I'll take it. You know, I said, any later than this, I go, we got racing coming up and, I'll just have to pull through for another year. I mean, let's get priority straight here, guys. Um, right, right. <laughs> and uh, the, the surgery went good. It's it's a total of a five hour surgery to completely replace your entire uh, hip unit, and um, and it's a couple weeks recovery, which is what we're doing now. I and mean, then you got to slowly get back into it. But uh, so far, the just the PT guy just left, and he said I'm ahead of schedule. Everything's looking good. So he said, "Well, good. I got race motorcycles to put together." <laughs>
2: That's awesome, oh, be- <laughs> awesome.
5: <laughs> no, I was going to say, Rhonda's been taking great care of me. so. Oh, We're of, good
2: course. of course, of course, of yeah. course. So let's right. talk about how huge this is. Uh, you know, you guys are bringing, bringing the Canadian ra- racers down here. You're teamed up with Nikki and NKR, um, you know, and you've been working with KTM for such a long time, and it's paying off. Uh, Dave and Rhonda, what I think is really cool about your team, is, you know, specifically is the fact that you seem to help the up-and-comers when they first go pro, and it looks like that's what's going to happen again this time with you know Hunter Showtime Bauer and Aiden Rusevens. Both are really young, and they're both fast, and they're both up and comers. So I think it's really cool. Um, tell tell us a little bit about how important it is to you that now KTM is stepping up to the plate after you've been running the KTM brand for such you know for so many years.
5: Yeah, it's really cool that um, it happened by accident to a point. Uh, KTM is, has always been supportive of our team and, and abilities and that of course they have their own uh, Red Bull team going and um, Chris Fillmore the flat track manager has always um, uh, helped us wherever he could um, not a lot because again they have their own team so you know, we were actually retired then the end of last year after uh, Ryan Wells got hurt uh, we just decided you know it was time we've, we've done pretty much all we can do and then Nikki got a hold of us uh, with this idea, and we're like, you know, it's an idea. It's intriguing. Um, I used to race up in Canada back when I was younger, and that's how I know Dougie and everybody up there. i race raced all over Canada. Uh, we're about we're about 40 miles from ca- the Canadian border, so we're real close. Mm-hmm. And um, so that sounded intriguing, and then... Uh, uh, Joe, uh Joe Bruce Evans, Aidan's uh, dad, got a hold of me and said, boy, we'd like to, you know, put something together. We just need a team that knows what they're doing in the singles class. So we sort of, well, between the two, you know, it's an idea, you know, and boy, if we only had more bikes than that. And um, I, I basically just sent an email to John Hines of KTM, just out of the blue, said, hey um, – I see you got, you bought Gas Gas, and, um, you know, if you had any, any interest at all about doing a team with Gas Gas, we were real familiar with the KTM brand and doing it for 10 years, you know, multiple national wins, many podiums, blah, blah, blah. And um, just out of the blue, I was sitting at Subway one day getting my lunch, and I got a phone call from Chris Fillmore, just not even expecting anything. And Chris got a hold of me and said, hey, I heard you sent an email to John, and uh, what were you thinking? And we put our thoughts down. I said, well, this is what we're thinking of doing. If we could, you know, get some support in that. And I said, you know, if you wanted to do something with the the red bike, the, the gas gas, I said, that'd be pretty cool. You already got your KTM team all set up. So they actually had a meeting, um, all the top executives at KTM just for us. And they came back to us and uh, Chris said, uh, you know, you guys have been so loyal to KTM, they want to keep you orange. And um, we can work out a, a support deal um for a bunch of different things which i really can't go into but more support than we've ever gotten in the past um, awesome right up there uh, factory rides so um they still have their factory red bull team but we are their only official uh, support team from canada in fact i have 60 emails back and forth with uh, chris Fillmore over the last two months uh, putting this all together cool. and um he's come through big and um it was, it was a written contract. Uh, all the big dogs signed it, uh, Roger DeCoster, John Hines, uh, Chris Fillmore. So, um, yeah, it, it, it just happened to all fall in. So me and Rhonda had a discussion one night and said, you know, everything's sort of fallen in place. Do you want to do it one more year? And she's like, well, hell yeah, stupid. Why wouldn't you? So uh, pretty much before it happened, talking Nikki, who uh, is a great person, we met her uh, down in North Carolina, and Dougie, I've known for years and years. Uh, great rider, I think he'll do really good as a rider coach for Hunter. And um, yeah, we're all excited. It's a new experience for us with the can- uh, Canadian thing, um, but we do have some background up there. And um, you know, young kids, you can you can mold them and show them the, the, the good and the bads. And um, I, I think we uh, I think we might fool some people this year. Oh, I,
2: I love it. You know. Um... I, I got goosebumps just listening to you talk, Dave, and I can hear the excitement in your voice. Let's go back to Nikki. Uh, Nikki, did you specifically go after and find Hunter Bauer to be your rider?
4: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I've been keeping tabs on what's going on in Ontario. That's sort of the hub of where, you know, the fastest Canadian pros are, uh, Ontario, and then there's some out of Quebec. And so I've been keeping tabs on what's going on and how everyone's performing out there. And when I was gearing up for the team, I... Spoke with a few different riders and was trying to navigate who to take out. And I've known Hunter, gosh, I think I probably saw him race for the first time. He, well, he would have been maybe in not even a novice yet, I don't think. So it's been really cool to watch him uh, very quickly move through the ranks in Canada. And the kid's just got so much natural talent and he's very driven and focused and this is his dream. He's been he's been racing since he was five. And in talking with him and uh, his parents, uh, Bob and Krista Bauer and Doug, it just seemed like it was a very uh, synchronistic fit uh, across the board with the Waters and Doug and the Bowers, Hunter. We all seem to be moving forward with a similar set of values around how we want to do this and what's important to us.
2: Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. So, so the classes up there, if I remember right, Doug, A. fresh are kind of like what we have at American Motocross down here. It's like novice, and then intermediate, and then you go expert. Is that right, Doug?
3: Yeah, that's right. It goes. Uh, you need to be 14 to ride the novice class, 15 to ride the intermediate class, and then 16 to be in the pro class. And that's uh, yeah, that's how it works. And then there's an open pro class for twin cylinder bikes or road taxes or framers and stuff like that.
2: Right on. So you mentioned it a little while ago that, you know, most of the riders up there, uh, Doug, are good on cushion tracks because that's what you guys have. What other challenges are, are, are going to be for the Canadian rider you know, coming down here to the States? I mean, is it just going to be getting a hold of the, the groove tracks or what other challenges do you see uh, you know, in front of Hunter Bauer that you can help him with?
3: Oh, I think there's a, there's a ton of things. Just the light, you know, the light that he'll be racing in now, you know, it's going to be a big deal for him. He's never even raced in America. He watches all these guys on on TV and fans choice throughout the last few years. And, you know, that can, that can weigh on somebody and somebody who's talented and is, you know, kind of uh, flying the flag for Canadian flat track fans, for everybody that's watching, because with this pandemic, there's not much going on up here in Canada. So all eyes are going to be on the NKR team with, hundred bauer aboard the bike so that's gonna be a big deal but um man so much i mean the race format is is so different um it's so fast down there like um forgive me if i'm wrong i think i would breeze through the rule book i think the format has changed again for 2021 as far mm-hmm. as i thought was just like uh two pre- two qualifying sessions and then a semi and if, if you don't make it your semi you're done you're on to the next one so you know, a, a young kid like Hunter would be used to having uh, four practices, two heat races, two main events, and uh, across the, the length of like a, a maybe a 10-hour, 12-hour day. So right. um, the compact schedule is going to be quite different. The tires, you know, the tires are going to be different. He's going to be hopping on KTMs. He's rode Hondas his whole young career. So hopping on KTMs will be a bit, bit different. Um lots man he's never ridden a cushion uh he's never ridden a mile before we're we're, we're planning on hopefully hitting uh we're going to hit okc mile and hopefully Ducoin they allow um singles to race there but you know those are going to be a bit of a challenge for him you know okc is kind of uh you don't really race it or ride it like a like a traditional mile like you would sacramento or springfield it's kind of like a a giant half mile but That'll will suit Hunter very well. Some of our tracks up here are really, really big, five-eighths bank cushion um, horse tracks. So it won't be too much different for him. And then, like obviously, he's going to be drooling over Lima, and right. uh, yeah, and then all the all the other clay stock car tracks. You know, it's going to be a work in progress. But uh, you know, we all believe in them. and uh, yeah, it'll be fun to to watch him progress
2: throughout the year. Right on. Let's go back to Nikki. I guess uh, I'm trying to see a friend that, that lives up in Canada and we haven't got to actually be together because the borders are closed. So I guess the biggest question, how in the hell are you guys going to deal with the, the border being closed? I've I've heard rumors that some of the Canadian riders are going to come down here and, and take up a residence in, in the States, but how are you guys going to go back and forth uh, with the current situation? I mean, it could change tomorrow, but... What's your secret, and and can I get it? Can can I get in and go with you across the border, or, or tell me more?
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what initially instigated us getting in touch with the Waters was the logistics around bikes and cross border and hauling and where the bikes would live, racing in the states and being in Canada. And obviously, that quickly morphed into a very cool two-two team alliance. But you know that that alleviated a lot of the logistical challenges around uh, the cross-border factor. Uh, and then, with us personally, um, yes, the border is closed for driving and non-essential travel. But you know, we are traveling for work, and where every person that's going is an essential component to us being able to do our job. So. We'll be flying um, to every race. There will be no driving at the moment. And we've right. just been really trying to keep on top of restrictions and protocol and what's going on so that we can be responsive. And, you know, any, any good plan A needs a backup plan B and C. So we're just trying to cover our bases and make sure that we have everything in place to be able to, to get out to all the rounds we want to go to
2: awesome awesome so so dave and rhonda you, your your race team has been stationed out of up there in new york where you guys are at are all the bikes there now and are they going to be kept there the whole time i think we kind of touched on that just a little bit but uh i guess and to further further that how many bikes are you guys going to have now because with two riders do you, do you need four bikes do you guys have six bikes or can you tell me any of that stuff
5: um, yeah we got um we got uh, two of our 19s from last year we had so uh everything will be- on and uh, worked out of uh, our new york race shop here where it always has been and uh in fact tomorrow we're picking up uh two new uh, ktm 450 factory editions so we we have not even seen our other two bikes yet and the dealership the local dealership here Headler ktm uh they called us and said they came in that they're programmed and uh we plan on picking them up tomorrow and then uh, start uh, tearing them apart and getting all the suspensions uh, sent out. The motor work's going to be done up here in New York by uh, Ronnie Jewell at RLJ Racing, who's always done my bikes. And um, we've had really good luck with uh, the KTM brand.
0: They're really
5: dependable, and I know we can get the power arms. That's really never been a problem. So uh, we're pretty excited.
2: Awesome, awesome. So, Rhonda, I got a question for you yeah. since you've been kind of kind of shy over there. Um, and you know, take care, take care of Dave and stuff. Do you guys plan on running any other races other than the AFT races? Like will you, we will you do some warm up races beforehand and, and get the team sorted out?
6: Yes. Our whole schedule is going to start with, uh, the races that are down in Oglethorpe, get the boys out there on the track and get them used to the bikes and make adjustments as needed. We're planning on hitting as many, uh, of the base races. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're actually planning on trying to get as many other races in when we can, you know, you know, according to the schedule, um, yeah. just to get, uh, Hunter and Aiden both out on the bikes as much as possible, especially, uh, we have a nice little track up here that we will probably have Hunter and maybe Dougie, if he can get across, uh, do some practicing on. And that's Geneva. That's, uh, a little track that's a clay track. So that would be some good practice for him as well.
2: Awesome. And one more question for you, Rhonda. Are you, are you happy to be out of retirement?
6: Yes, Dave (laughs) would drive me crazy. Well, just to let you know, guys, (laughs) when this all came up,
5: I looked at her and I said, you get to make the call. Yes or no because I have no problem uh, doing the rate circuit, because that's what I love, and I've been doing it for the last 10 years uh, as a owner, um, or I can sit by the pool with a beer and do nothing. So it was 100% <laughs> if anything goes wrong this year, it's definitely on her. I'm just putting that out there now.
2: Okay, all right. The pr- the, we got that bus. recorded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to to Nikki Uh, Nikki you said you want to help out other racers right now it sounds like you you have you know Hunter Bauer and uh, of course Aiden Rusevans down here on the American side Um, are there any other racers in particular you want to help out or or should riders reach out to you for help I mean how does that work out are you looking for more people
4: yeah well I think uh, this season we're going to put our focus on Hunter and support him the best that we can and then you know, the goal and my intention is to, to build this. Uh, I'm hoping that this debut in AFT will um, this, this season will serve as sort of a, uh, a start to something that we can build upon in the future. So in a perfect world going into the next season, we can expand our roster and uh, provide, you know, another spot for another Canadian rider to get out there. That's the goal.
2: Okay. All right. And I got, I guess I got one more question. How should I, you know, when I introduce Showtime, Hunter Bauer, and Aiden Ruth I usually read off the sponsor list. How's your team going to be listed? Is it the Waters Auto Body team slash NKR? Or, or have we talked about that yet? Or do do we know how I'm supposed to announce you guys? Well, I guess we have a really
6: question. For yeah.
2: Because you're going to be saying it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, figured, that's let's figure it <laughs> out right now i guess waters autobody NKR, nkr race team i don't i don't know i mean let's let's let, let me know because I, I want i want to say it right it'll probably be something
4: something like that yeah right. aiden's right for waters and then you know hunters under the nkr waters uh umbrella so that's probably the so way to do it
2: i can throw the uh canada in there too uh let's let's talk nicknames real quick dougie lawrence i called you dougie fresh from the get-go uh hunter showtime bauer uh they're calling him showtime i've not met this kid i don't think i've even seen him race yet uh hey doug fresh do you know where where showtime came from oh i don't i don't know i think uh big bob bauer might have uh labeled his son that all right you
3: know he's a a little, little spunky kid uh you'll see it's uh kind of strange. It seems like all the young Canadian racers are all, all blonde guys, but uh, <laughs> he presents himself pretty well. So he's, uh, we'll, we'll stick with Showtime unless uh, I'll, I'll have my own personal nickname for him, but I won't tell you, but uh, I think it'll be Showtime. Well,
2: we appreciate all you guys coming on. I guess the last question I, I have, and this could be either for, for Nikki or Dave and Rhonda, I guess. Um, do you guys want to say thanks to anybody? Nikki, I'll let you go first.
4: Yeah, well, I think uh, for me, I just when that press release dropped last week, the influx of calls and texts and support and excitement around what NKR Canada is doing and, you know, bringing Hunter Bauer out was huge. So big shout out to the Canadian flat track community, both here in Vancouver, B.C. and out east Ontario for all the love and support. And, um, you know, thanks to Dougie for jumping on this train with me and to the waters for entertaining the idea of aligning with us and and making this happen this season.
2: Awesome. And Dave and Rhonda, do you guys want to say thanks to anybody?
4: Well, first off, I wanted to uh, say thank you to Nikki, because
6: if it hadn't been for her, we probably wouldn't have ventured into this deal. There was a real synergy. And it was uh, something that we both agreed, and we had a lot of the same goals. So that was really important for us. We've always tried to help the up-and-comers, so it kind of worked out well. As far as sponsors in that, just our our sponsor list, it's going to be
5: KTM, Financial Resources of America, NKR Canada, D&D Power Sports, Stacy Howell State Farm, RLJ Racing, MotorX Oils, RASE, Hebbler KTM, Weisskull Pistons, SuperTrap. RKXL, EBC Recluse, ODI Grips, Full Spectrum bi- uh, Batteries, and dynotech Tech Research. Uh, almost awesome. all these companies have been with us for years and years, and we really, uh, really appreciate them sticking with us in this new adventure.
2: Awesome, awesome. And I can't leave you out, Doug Lawrence. Uh, Dougie Fresh, do you want to say thanks to anybody? I know I know, we haven't had you on as a guest just yet, but you had a, a quite a racing career uh, yourself. But uh, do you want to say thanks to anybody since we have you on here?
3: Uh, yeah, well, I just you know it's kind of I just thank all these guys that are on the phone right now. You know, Nikki's given me the opportunity to do, as I said, you know, like do another another victory lap per se to uh, to help out a, a young Canadian kid pursue his goals in AFT. So, you know, I'm I'm excited for the year, and uh, you know, I'm gonna really dig my heels into this and do the best that I can. I've never been a mentor or rider coach before, but uh, if I'm gonna do it, and uh, it's gonna be for Nikki with Hunter, it's gonna. Uh, Would be my choices. So I'm excited. I'm excited to to go to Volusia.
2: Awesome. Well, Nikki, Doug, Dave, and Rhonda, thank you so much for your time. And I cannot wait to see all of you down in uh, Florida here in just a couple of weeks. And good luck in 2021.
6: Thanks, Scotty. Thank you so much, Scotty. Talk to you soon.
1: Well, that's a pretty cool story
2: that is really cool you know i you know not everybody knew that dave and Rhonda were all done yeah. and you know when they sold the bike to aiden at the end of the season i was kind of thinking well are they trying to walk away from the sport or what well then Rhonda told us that aiden actually came into their their rig their hauler knocked on the door and asked for dave and asked for some advice and said that bike was the fastest bike he's ever ridden asked <laughs> for some you know some suspension setups and that kind of got the ball rolling for 2021 yeah then joe Evans made the call to dave and that conversation continued on let's call joe Evans to get his side of the story and why he wanted to get involved why he wanted to do it and why joe wanted to get involved with the waters autobody team
1: let's do it let's call joe
2: joining us is Joe Rusevans and and we heard on the call just a few moments ago with the NKR and Waters Autobike team that you actually were the one that got the ball rolling you you purchased a bike as team manager last year for Aiden you purchased a bike from the Waters team and that bike was so fast and that started the relationship with Dave and Rhonda but what happened next Joe
0: well it just uh, things worked out we started talking and um Dave wanted to build the team bigger and, and uh, we wanted to be involved. I live a life through do what you do best and delegate the rest. And I'm not a, a manager. And doing logistics, maintenance, mechanicals, all that, Scotty, was just, it, it was extreme. And, and Dave and Rhonda are gifted at it. And um, and it just, one thing led to another it was really good. And I brought FRA Trust in, uh, uh, the, it's been a long term sponsor of Aiden's, and then Sporting Our Heroes a uh, military and police uh, sport group, and uh, that was with Aiden last year, and uh, I was able to help uh, Dave and Rhonda, and uh, KTM came in, which was awesome. Canada, NKR Canada came in, and um, I think we achieved a goal for Dave and Rhonda, because they were and are a great team, but now they're you know a legitimate uh, uh, threat for the championship, and uh, exciting. And It was day-to-day, too. The other thing was the credit is to Dave actually is we had conversations and we went up there to visit with him and Rhonda And um, Dave and, uh, Aiden hit it off phenomenally. And, uh, that was another thing. So it was, it was really good. Everybody started gelling together and, uh, excited about this year. Um, Aiden's potential is phenomenal. And, uh, I think he'll have the right machinery and support. Obviously KTM bikes are tremendous. And, uh, Chris Fillmore is awesome. Uh, we got to know him last year uh, with KTM, and um, Brad Baker helps Aiden. Uh, Steve Beatty is the suspension guy, and now he's helping Aiden with his training. So uh, good people get good people to work with him, and it's been phenomenal.
2: You know, one full season under his belt, he's been to almost all these tracks that we're going to. There's a couple of new ones back on the schedule that we haven't ridden before. Uh, what are what are your expectations for the team and specifically for Aiden for 2021?
0: Well. Uh, no less than winning the championship. He's used to that, and he's raced all these guys. So we always look at the top. I mean, that's that's not boastful or egotistical. It's just if you're going to race, race for the championship, and uh, there's no competitor out there that's not uh, beatable and hasn't been beat before. So uh, that's why you're racing. And uh, with the machinery, that's what caught our eye when he, Scotty, when he got on that uh, KTM we got from Dave. It was like, I mean, it was night and day. And uh, he was like uh, fourth qualifier, uh, uh, Atlanta. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that literally he just jumped on that bike, no suspension settings, no nothing. He started that bike in the pits and took it out on the track. And wow. we, we went with the gearing that, uh, Dave, uh, suggested because he had history there and it was phenomenal. And, uh, then Steve Beatty got involved with suspension better and better. So, um, Dave's got a, a tremendous backstaff of bu- engine builders, and, I mean, his relationship with KTM over the years is phenomenal. And, uh, I mean, it's just uh, the bikes are just, they're lighter, they're quicker, they're faster. You, know, you can look at some of the other riders out there that, you know, just literally came out of nowhere on the, some of these KTMs. And, mm-hmm. and uh, the handling of them was, is just better. We was laughing because we went up on the scales with the Yamaha, and the Yamaha was 268 pounds at Atlanta there was yeah Atlanta, and then we had the ktm there and it was like uh, i think it was 240 or something like that you know all in. Wow. That's, that's huge that's the sizeable that's huge i mean yeah and, uh, and you can feel it i mean and mm-hmm. uh and it, there was a honda there one of the guys hondas it was 262 something like that so that you know uh the weight differentiation and uh, and the, the feeling of the bike and then aiden's training quite a bit now with uh we've been down to Florida with robbie bobby and, Pensacola and uh, that series, he's going to go back down there and train uh, Batter, Texas. And uh, and we really only got about a month. It's going to be a blink of an eye because Steve Mace is doing his series, you know, the week before. And then right. uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be down to that. And the other thing we're lucky, a lot of these, they're doing DeCoin, Springfield, and uh, Aiden um, on sprint cars and midgets. He raced uh, Joliet, uh, I think, mm-hmm. it's '66 or something. So there's yep. three races. And, um, in the Illinois zone. I mean, it's, um, I mean, that's tremendous. So, um, no, really looking forward to it. And, uh, appreciate everything you guys do. You're always on it. And, uh, um, even that guy, Chris Carter, know. <laughs> but, um,
1: <laughs> I'm joking. I love it, man. No,
2: Anything else good. I can answer for you guys?
1: no No, man man. that's perfect that's exactly what we We need appreciate it
2: you know with no with no notice we appreciate you hopping on here and giving your side of uh, how how the ball got rolling and uh hey man good luck in 2021 we'll see you down in uh savannah here real soon we're looking forward to this guy thanks chris appreciate you guys
1: absolutely joe have a good one man we'll see you soon dude
2: joe joe could talk as much as i can i think he needs to be an announcer somewhere
1: there's something there's something for him for sure we gotta find like maybe we just make a segment on off the groove let's just call joe joe knows joe knows joe knows joe knows flat track um joe knows racing Uh, it's good stuff um no it's in i love to know the story of how things come together uh i and you know you talked about waters i the fact that they said that they they were retiring the end end of last year i've only been four or five years in but it seems like they've kind of always had that mindset like they they want to retire but they love it so much so i when they said that i was like sucks but i low-key think that they'll be back um there'll be a year when they're not that's going to be terribly sad but i'm so stoked for their for their program this year like they're, they're coming in big. They're coming in with a new rider, which it, I'm sorry. Oh, two you're riders. Right. You're, you're right. right. Aiden's got some speed and then they're bringing uh, some new blood from Canada, which I love. Like, I love that Canada's getting involved. I love to see Canadians come and race in the States, whether it's four wheels, two wheels, whatever. I love people all over the world to race here in the country. So I don't know, man, I'm really stoked to see how, how this pans out for them and everybody else involved this year.
2: It's good, too, for Hunter because he's an up-and-comer. He's really fast. And last year, in 2020, the Canadian flat track series didn't happen. There were a few races here and there, as Nikki explained, over there on the on the, the west coast side of Canada. There was a few races in the middle, but they didn't have much racing. So for this young, young rider to have a, the opportunity to have a place to go racing in 2021 is huge to keep him moving forward and to progress his, uh, you know, you know make his way through american flat track i think is great
1: who knows man if there's no racing up there in uh in the great white north this year there may be some other canadians that come with hunter we may see some other guys come down and ride you never know um scotty what are you doing this weekend
2: to do it. unfortunately i'm home uh, uh, about three weeks ago they postponed the denver arena cross was supposed to be this weekend i just found out this week that next weekend's reno arena cross was postponed as well so i'm home at least for the next two weekends but i did get a hold of my dad in stoney we're gonna run up to sapulpa oklahoma which is about hour and a half away just right near tulsa and uh there's an indoor right there it's going on friday night saturday night we're just gonna go up for the saturday night show so uh some indoor flat tracking
1: Sapopa? Sapopa,
2: Sapopa. Oh,
1: Sapopa. Sapopa. My
2: cousin Kane, my cousin Kane used to say it Sapalupa when he was a little kid. <laughs> we saw the sign going up there. He said Sapalupa. I'm like, "Yep, that's it."
1: That's awesome. <laughs> I got to figure out something, dude. I I just realized the OKC mile is the same weekend as a as a motocross event. So I got to make it out there for that one. We and because we got and we got to go big when I do. We got to figure out what the hell that means. What well, what it is. If you come,
2: if you come, we're going to go back down to the Oklahoma City Indian Shop because they love you so much. When
1: if. I come. When I come.
2: Not yet. When you come. It's yeah, happening. When you when you figure it out, when you call in sick to motocross and come play in the dirt here in <laughs> Oklahoma City. Yeah, exactly anyways thanks to all of our listeners to all of our followers thanks for all the feedback and especially thanks to our patrons on patreon and uh man carter keep it on four wheels everybody else keep it on two wheels we'll talk to you guys next week
0: bye
2: that's not what you do at the end there you go later think for the intro guy think for the middle guy think for the outro let's wrap it up here for our patrons wave to the we patrons. had a fun crazy friday carter's gotta get back to work <laughs> i, get, I get, back get back to work back to i've couch. been
1: working the whole damn time
2: i gotta get back to my couch
1: multitasking like a bug